Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey explains one of the biggest reasons relationships fail. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. But for her, herself right now is someone that could sabotage. Is a disaster. Sabotage. Even a great relationship. Before we get going with the video, a quick bit of news. We now have a date for the next. It makes me think that when you do that, all you want is to be loved. And somehow you end up being the author of your own demise. By the way, let me just make an aside about this girl right here. This is Matthew Hussey's wife. You can see she's pretty. But what I've noticed over the last, um, let's say, six months is Matthew has incorporated her more and more into the show. So it's not really Matthew Hussey's show. It's the Matthew Hussey and his wife show. So traditionally, if you incorporate your girlfriend or wife or whatever into your show, the show is going to take a sharp decline. And the reason is because Matthew Hussey is the relationship expert and not the girl that he's with. So why is she being given this authority? Oh, I know why, because she's a pretty girl. Now, of course, the reason Matthew is, is putting her on the show is strategic. Because women, you know, are, are group creatures, right? So they see that the pretty girl is attracted to Matthew and has married him. So, of course, what they think is, ah, if I listen to Matthew's show, I'm going to get with a guy like Matthew, right? Obviously, this is not true, but that is the, the principle. But the problem is the quality of the show goes down if we're listening to what she has to say, because she's not the relationship expert, obviously. Matthew is. Yes. Over and over again, which is heartbreaking. I can get philosophical about this because on one hand, when we think like, oh, if it's right, you can't screw it up. You know, the right person. That's not true. Is someone, it will work out. It's not going to be brittle. You can be yourself. But for her, herself right now is someone that could sabotage even a great relationship. And that's the hard part about those things is that we do. Who among us hasn't because of some kind of insecurity or trauma done something in a relationship that the well here's the thing okay i mean what matthew's tiptoeing around is the concept of alpha widows right so basically a girl when she's you know let's say 18 to 23 she gets with the the super attractive guy who has money he meets all the hypergamous triggers right and basically she can't do better than this guy and so every next guy has to pay for her getting rejected by this guy or not marrying this guy. And from then on, she's an alpha widow. And what that means is she's not able to, to ever get over the guy. Every guy is compared to this guy. Every guy, uh, you know, and every guy can't beat him. And basically, 
if she ever does get into a long-term relationship or a marriage, whatever, with a new guy after this alpha widow has, has occurred, um, basically she's unable to actually enjoy that man. And she tortures him. So guys, don't let that be you. Okay, let's do the shilling. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, AJNR, Tom M, and Bobby. Shoutouts to him, most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Shoutouts to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. Thank you. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash theheliosblog. All right, share this video. Uh, support me on the podcast by clicking the description link. Scroll down to support the show. All right, let's continue. Thanks, guys. The other person absolutely didn't deserve. Accused them of something, been controlling, been jealous, made their life difficult, created a massive argument. Who among us hasn't done that? And we know that we probably did in some way. We tested the relationship then. Oh, no. uh, It's, it's, again, guys, you know the the statistics. 80% of relationships and marriages are ended by who? By women. So, there it is. And maybe we were able to shift in good enough time that the relationship was okay and thrived. Maybe that person even got to know us a bit better through that and the relationship got stronger. But there will be relationships that ultimately fray and fail because of those moments. If we have... Because you're an alpha widow. And again, the best way to prevent being an alpha widow is what? Well, the ancients already knew. It's called arranged marriage. Girls and guys get married at a younger age. The father chooses who marries who. The girl is unhappy and she learns to love the guy. Encounters zero. Marriage stability 90%. Society is stable. People work. They actually try to contribute to society. And because the girl doesn't know any better or any different, she's more likely to appreciate the guy. Win, 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 win. Now, what is the, what is the price? The price is women don't actually get to fully capitalize on their hypergamy like they do in 2023. But as you know, women vote what gives them the best hypergamous options so why are we where we are today well that's why too many of them but where i get philosophical is i think that the one that the one that we arrive at where we our trauma gets in the way of being able to have a successful relationship in my view it's still not our person Mm. like our person is someone who comes along at a time in our life where we're working on our stuff We haven't fixed it all. We're still working on it. They understand the DNA of our particular trauma or healing journey, or maybe through conversation. So what Matthew is saying is uh, our person, quote unquote, is the person that is absolutely perfect. You know, when we're working on ourselves, they come and they save us from our bad decisions. No, Matthew, you're setting girls a dream. This is some BS. There is no perfect person. Girls need to lower their standards, understand what level they're actually at, and go for a man at their actual level. That's the problem in 2023. Not the, like, not this, whatever Matthew's talking about here.
conversation, they come to understand it. They have enough compassion and enough empathy that they come to understand it. And and us ah compassion and empathy. Yeah, I I slept with fifty guys. You need to have compassion and empathy. You need to be a good person and take me and save me from my bad decisions. Ah uh, no. There's. And you heal together. You go on that journey together. That to me is the right relationship is the one that can go on the journey with you. And it's a bit redundant to say, but if I was further along on this journey, I would have been able to keep this person. But because I had still had too much stuff, I lost that person. There's, there's like a science fiction element to that. That, that you know, then, then it's not your person. Your person is someone who can meet you where you're at and grow and heal yeah so so what these girls do is instead of trying to make it work out right they believe guys like matthew hussey oh yeah your person will meet you exactly where you are and la 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 and so these girls will go through 5 10 15 guys because he's not meeting me where i am but secretly the girl's not a wife she's not a girlfriend she's you know She's exploring all her hypergamous options and treating men like disposable trash. But no, no, the right guy will come along. Like, it's, 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 man. With you. And I think you can almost get, I'm not taking accountability away from people in. Uh-huh, definitely not. Taking responsibility for healing their trauma. But I think we can almost be a bit fatalistic about it, that if I do everything in my power to heal my trauma and I'm not quite far enough down that path to keep this particular person I just met, they kind of have an, an attitude of like, I'm not uh, like, I, I know I dated people in my early twenties where there was stuff going on with them, by the way, with me too. I just didn't know it yet, but there was stuff going on with them where I very much had the attitude of, Oh, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with it. And, I know it would be a very different, a very different version of me would have shown up 10 years later, but. Well, yeah, <laughs> the person that Matthew was 10 years ago, wasn't as experienced didn't know, um, what girls to choose, right? Because again, for men, experience is the biggest teacher, right? I mean, for, yeah, sadly, here's the problem for girls. Experience is the biggest teacher too, but they have a clock, uh, a much faster clock than men. And for women, they have to get most of their important life decisions out of the way very fast in life. Men have chance, they, they, they have opportunity to mess up and mess up and mess up and still correct it and still be successful. But for women, if they mess up at, that, at this beginning stage of their life, they squander the million dollars they've been given, as it were, and their life ends up a misery. So there's that. At the age and the stage of my development I was at, I was like, I can't deal with this. This is too much. This is just, oh, what? And, and so I wrote people off because I was just like, I, and for them, they were like very early in their journey of trying to, maybe they didn't even realize what they were trying to work on at that stage. It was just there. It was just unconscious. But we all can get to a stage where we go, no one's going to want me because of this. Everyone turns me away because of this. Yeah, if you as a girl, if you keep getting rejected, there is a reason why. Usually the reason is you're not a wife. You're not a girlfriend. You're an easy girl. 
you have too many tattoos, you have children before marriage, you you have too many past relationships, too high an end count, uh, too high a dress size. Something is wrong if you keep getting rejected as a girl. Again, guys are so desperate that they will take you. They just need to take, they, they just need a good deal, right? And also, there's there's the issue of pride. A lot of girls think that they're way better than they are. They think, oh, uh, she's a four that thinks she's a six and deserves an eight. That's the that's the idea, right? But no, if you're a four as a girl, you deserve a four. Maximum five. And that's the thing. These girls, you know, you, you get them on Kevin Samuels all the time. So I'm supposed to settle for an average type dude? Well... If you're dead average, don't expect to get an above average man. You need to bring something to the table if you want to be successful. And when I say bring something to the table, I don't mean money. I mean fit, feminine, cooperative, submissive, bedroom fund loyal, no children. And for some women, they can't even meet one of these, let alone five or six. Oh, and ideally between the ages of 18 to 23. Like, think about what a unicorn that is. All right, let's continue. You, you are going to, if you continue to work on yourself, you're going to continue to meet people at a new stage of your evolution. And so what Matthew is implying is that a girl that's worked on herself is more attractive than a girl that hasn't worked on herself. But I'm going to tell you this. If a girl is 18 to 23, she's going to be more attractive than a 37-year-old who's quote-unquote worked on herself. So, women need to really think about the true competition on the market. And if you can't beat it, you're going to have to understand exactly your place, right? That's the problem in 2023. Too many girls don't actually understand the truth, which is that the world is not a nice Pollyanna, you know, la-di-da, rainbows and butterflies land. No. The world is going to give you what you deserve. And if you don't deserve it, you're not going to get it. You never know when you're going to meet someone who's at a stage of their evolution where they're actually equipped to help you heal in a way that people haven't been in the past. Mm. And that, when you find someone like that, that's a really beautiful thing. I know before you and I met, I don't, I don't believe I ever met anyone who was equipped to help me heal in the way that you have. So what's he saying? You're my everything. You're my one. You're the la la la. Like, think about what this is doing to his, to his girl, right? He's, first of all, he's putting a lot of pressure on her, right? Uh, he's putting a lot of pressure on her to, um, like, support him psychologically, which, again, girls don't want to feel that. They don't, they don't want to feel the pressure of, of having to hold you up. No, you need to be the, the iron. She's the water that flows. You are the oak tree. And that's... That has been one of the greatest, probably the greatest gift of our relationship is that I never met anyone who was equipped in the way that you were naturally equipped to soothe me. So, 
he sounds to me like he's talking about his mother, right? And not like his wife. It, it sounds to me like there's some issues there, but you know, it is what it is. Let's continue. And I don't, and you know, you know, this is true. I don't see it as your job to soothe me. I see it as my job to work on my stuff, but you want to work on your stuff with someone who's a soothing presence. For sure. Now that is true. Men want women that are fit, feminine, friendly, submissive, cooperative, and bedroom fund loyal. Basically, it amounts to this. Oh, she's not a garden tool? Okay, I can work with that, right? And sometimes men will even compromise on, you know, political leanings. Maybe she's a womanist, but she's fit, feminine, cooperative, friendly, bedroom fund loyal, and submissive. So, okay, I can work with it, even though the political views are terrible or whatever, right? The original militant womanists were like that, ironically, and all of them had husbands. Now look at it in 2023 and tell me if there's a difference. Tell me which of these militant feminists had short hair, double dyed hair, million piercings, million tattoos, super high end count. Tell me which of those girls had that compared to that. So don't feel defeated. If you feel like you've got had a lot go on in your life and that that has made it hard for you to have a relationship without... That has definitely made it hard. The more baggage, the harder. Sabotaging or without turning people away with your trauma. Understand that A, you can heal. B, there's your equivalent out there who's been through just as much. Maybe not the same stuff, but they've been through just as much in... Yeah, but here's the thing. The guy who's been through just as much as the girl and who's weak and who's, you know, crying in the corner, a girl won't give him the time of day. He's a loser. That's the difference. These girls want a guy to come and save them from their bad decisions. Sorry, if you're making bad decisions, strong men are not going to want to be with you. That's the reality. In their life, and that has uniquely positioned them to be compassionate towards you to help you heal and that finding someone like that and then doing it together can be one of the most beautiful experiences you can ever have with another human being. You don't need to come ready-made. You need to come open and humble and willing to do the work. And that actually is true. Finally, first good advice in how long have we been doing this video? About 18 minutes. First good advice to meet someone who meets you in that place. And by the way, um, Braz, I want to say this to you. If you're taking your own part in this seriously, that you want to take responsibility for working through these things. In October, we have the retreat. We have an advertisement. All right, on we go. You're exclusive with someone. If someone doesn't text me for a couple of days, should I be okay with that? Yes. What she said was, I read somewhere that if someone doesn't text you for a couple of days and you have a problem with it, then you need to do some inner work. You need to work on your anxiety. Have you ever been in a situation like this where maybe you're in one right now, someone's not texting you as much as you would like, maybe there's been a period of time where you haven't heard from them, and you find yourself asking, is my anxiety the problem here? Am I- Uh, well, in the early stages of dating, you're- <laughs> 
you have not earned the relationship yet. So you can't expect boyfriend treatment from a guy who you haven't earned the boyfriend position from. You're still in the interview phase. So that's my answer there. Asking too much. Am I just acting out of my own trauma, my own fears? Do I need to do work on myself so that this doesn't affect me? Or is it legitimate that this is affecting me? I want to make a key distinction here that I made to her. There is a big difference between anxiety and needs. Anxiety is when our thoughts go in all sorts of sometimes irrational and mutated directions. You know, someone doesn't text us for a couple of hours and all of a sudden we think they're cheating. We message someone and they don't text back within five minutes and we go, they don't love me as much as I love them. We go in all of these directions that may not necessarily be true, may have no basis in reality, but... This is actually true. That's what anxiety does. It makes things that are often improbable or irrational seem like they're vivid and real. Anxiety has to be separated from our core needs. Our needs in a relationship are, what's the base level of affection or communication or love that I need and need to feel in order to be happy. So from that point... Well, again, happiness is the goal of a relationship. A lot of women will say this, but like... Happiness as the goal is not really, should not really be the goal. The goal should be stable, long-term, successful marriage with children, right? And yes, happiness will be part of this, but... Like... Happiness should not be the actual end goal. The end goal should be what I just described. But anyway, let's let's continue. Of you, instead of asking yourself, "Do I need to work on myself because I want texts more frequently than every forty-eight hours?" Ask yourself, "What do I actually need from my intimate relationship? Would I like someone who texts me every day?" And of course, there are limits, and that's where we have to explore, whereas anxiety... Right, like, you're, you're not going to be with a person. Uh, well, you can't expect to be with a man of value, a man of, you know, a man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, and have that guy text you 50 times a day. It's not going to happen, because in order for the guy to be successful, he has to spend that time doing things that aren't giving you attention. That's just how it, how it works, right? So, you have to understand that, right? If you want a guy that's going to text you 50 times a day, he's going to be some sort of deadbeat, right? So keep keep that in mind. Anxiety playing a part, because if I'm expecting someone to text me every five minutes, then my anxiety is probably playing a massive part here. Right. But in the average relationship, connecting each day is not abnormal. And if you that's speak right. to many people in healthy relationships, they will tell you that's not abnormal. That's right. Now, are there some healthy relationships where people go longer periods of time without speaking? Of course there are. But this is where you have to ask the question when it comes to your needs, what's right for me? Self-awareness, know thyself. What's right for me? I know. Self-awareness is sexy. Kevin Samuels. That for me, my partner not texting for 48 hours wouldn't be enough. Right, right, right. I know that I like more communication than that. So for me, that would not be right. But I don't think of that through the lens of anxiety. 
I think of it through the lens of how connected I want to be to someone. So I want us to start to make that distinction, anxiety and needs. And when it comes to our needs in life, we all have to make decisions about where to put our time and energy. In a relationship, we're going to put a lot of time and energy into one person. And that one person is going to be responsible, perhaps solely, for meeting our needs for that romantic intimacy. We're not going to get them from anywhere else because that would be a betrayal, at least within the context of a monogamous relationship. This one relationship needs to meet those needs. Otherwise, why are we going to put so much energy and time into it? And that's actually very good advice, right? If you as a man are not getting what you actually want out of the relationship, go to a girl that does meet those needs. Because if these girls are expecting you to be monogamous anyway, right, then you might as well get the best possible monogamous partner. And if if no girl is able to satisfy those needs, and, you know, usually when a man is young, he, he wants a bit more variety than one girl, then he's going to be, you're going to be going towards friends with benefits, right, as opposed to committed monogamous relationships, right? All right, let's continue. Stakes are pretty high. A confident mindset has us asking the question, is this enough for me? Not simply, do I need to work on myself because this affects me? Is this enough for me? See, if we're in a place of anxiety and someone doesn't text us for two days, our thoughts go to, I'm not enough. But if we're coming from a confident place and someone doesn't text us for two days, we say, oh, this person might not be my person. This person might not be right for me because they have such a radically different style of communication to me. It doesn't make them wrong, but it might make them wrong for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, a lot of girls, they look for reasons to disqualify guys from relationships. Matthew's just giving the girls another reason, right? And by the way, confidence goes one step further than asking the question, are they enough for me? Is their behavior what I need in my life? Confidence is is crazy. Confidence is knowing that you could replace them if you had to. Not that you want to, but if you needed to. All right, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R. Tom, and Bobby. Shoutouts to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Shoutouts to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Uh, support me on the podcast by clicking the uh, link in the description. Scroll down to support the show and you can see a Buzzsprout link there. Okay. Also, share this video. Thank you so much for watching, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you next time.